Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo, my man, Nick Wright, how are you? Live low, slim fast. How's it going on the best radio show in America? Oh, thank you, man. Yes. We're good. We're I appreciate good. you. I have you a... Know, I, I hey, wait, hold on a second. Before we do anything, I have a huge problem with you. Yeah. A major problem. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad we're, I'm good. we're starting there because I was about to compliment you and now I don't have to. Right, so yeah. I have... Well, I just... I heard you on the radio and you said, yeah. my best friend in Chicago. I know... That hurts. You get mad when I call Danny my best friend. <laughs> it hurts. But Danny has seniority. I've known Danny. You call it. There's a guy you call your best friend. I don't even know. I don't even know that he exists. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, it's because you hurt me so bad. It's like a girlfriend up north, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you always talk about this guy. You're like, he stood up at my wedding. And I'm like, no, well, then he must not have been that good of a friend. He let that happen. Like, what are we talking about? Um, but so, yeah, I mean, Danny, I do refer to Danny as my best friend. But the other thing, I, you want to know a funny thing about me? I have no qualms whatsoever stealing from you directly on my properties. So on my TV show or my podcast, right. I will steal your sports takes or even your your um, Girl Scout cookies takes <laughs> and get all of the viral love for it, and I won't feel badly. But the moment I'm on someone else's show... I credit you every time. <laughs> I cited you directly on Dan Levitard's show, on the idiot Pete Mumbo show, whoever, whatever clown I went on this morning, uh, and on Carrington's show. I cited you on three separate shows today, but if it were my show, I would have just said, I had this great idea, and it was yours, but hi. I have no problem with that. You know I have no problem with it. The only one I ever had a little bit of problem with, the, the Girl Scout one bugged me a little bit, only because it is a great idea, and I didn't realize how many people would agree with it. So that was one where I was like, oh, no, that's a we that's where you, that. where you wrote we a good joke, and then people are like, this may be the greatest joke ever. And you're like, well, it is my joke. Well, <laughs> but that one hurt well, a little bit. Know, the other I, ones are just semi-okay, and it's fine. You know what really, I think, lit the Girl Scout thing ablaze was right after I stole it from you and it got some traction – Chrissy Teigen put on yeah. Instagram, my kids selling Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> and you should buy them. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Nick, you called this. And right. even I, a little bit, was like, uh, I should feel guilty, but instead <laughs> I will bask in this social media glory. Well, I was happy for you. I listened to um, you on uh, yeah. Pete Mundo's show. Yeah. I, you know, um, he seemed like, you know, uh, uh, 
a fine broadcaster. Obviously, you know, I don't... Where does he work? He does. He works at like 95.7. I didn't know that that was 95. a 95.7. Yeah, I didn't know it was a conservative talk. Wasn't that the vibe for a long time? Yeah, yeah we're never you like... guys. That used to be a music station yeah. when I lived yeah. there, but you guys, I guess, put him out of business. Yeah. So now this guy's on there. They just, you know, being like, I don't I know. know what should we do about all these guns? Conservative I talk radio. Don't station. have a solution. I think it was. Uh, ahead, it was. I think it was uh, on AM. What it is now, and, yeah. right? What it is now, and they moved it to FM, like our one. Yeah, but we don't really yeah, have like a, we don't really have like a conservative talk show station station or... anymore because like you have Dan and Parks, they're just doing what we do. Yep, they're just talking about pop culture. Yeah. Nobody oh, on really? there like it used to be. Well, remember when we used to? I used to battle with Jerry Agar. Yeah, they had. No, he was in here. He was yeah. conservative. They don't really do that anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after Dana Wait, and Parks. Dana and Parks is not con- a conservative talk not show? Really. I don't even think they talk about politics. It's just like a talk show. Yeah. I, don't I mean, they may oh, talk okay. politics right. if they well, come up like we do, but... The show after them, the Getty and Armstrong, is very... Those are the conservatives. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. okay. yeah well, cool. Well, whatever. So I think um, that's the station is that is, is going there to be on the radio and fill that Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. Jerry Agar uh, space that's yeah. missing because the other station kind of... You know, just pivoted a little bit and said, let's not be so Rush Limbaugh when Limbaugh died, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, so I you know, people had to figure out what they were going to do. I went on. Yes, I went on with him. I went on with a few people. And I just, I, you know, I'm, I was, I, I don't know what is your show. So we talk about whatever you want. But the fact of the matter is this I'm now one of, I don't know, 5%, 10%, maybe it's 20% at this point of America who has been at an event where there was a mass shooting Ugh. and I, uh, and there, and I said this, I'm sorry to be in reruns, but I, cause I said this on my show, but I, 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 this is, it is not about me obviously, but I will use my experience as you know, in a, an allegory, if you will, for everyone else who was there that went through something like this for me, the, the, 10 to 15 seconds between when my producers in New York said in my ear, like we were mid segment and they were like, guys got to stop. Not kidding. Active shooter. Got to go that from that moment until the moment that I was able to find in the crowd, ostensibly where the active shooter was, you know, or somewhere my wife, her sister and well, my wife and her two sisters, those, it might've literally been 15 seconds, but it feels to me like the longest, scariest moment of my life. And, and then right after they got to me, we heard crystal clear, a gunshot and the Fox security guys who are basically like ex secret service guys, they were superstars. They said, when we heard, they said, get down now. And that moment, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, I, you don't have enough time to think about what's... And then we were fine. You know what I mean? Like, spoiler alert, we were fine. Right. Um, and, and I'm an adult, so it's not going to be, like, the same impact that it was on the tens of thousands of kids who were there. Of course. But it was awful. It was awful, bro. And I have I to ask you, just because I'm curious, like this, this doesn't have anything to do with the feelings or anything, but 
You said it. Fox sends security with you guys, and those guys, like they said, get down. And what did they do? Did they did they draw weapons? I'm just curious. Like what? We're no, so, so they gone. don't have weapons. You know what I mean? We're so everybody's got a gun. Are there three guys from Fox Sports who are like? Boom! Guns out. Protect Nick. Clint like, Eastwood with the earpieces. You, know, in. The, you know, like the security guards, right? Like mm-hmm. FBI guys. Is that what you have? So, so we, whenever we go on location, so we don't have this. Like you know, it's not like these guys are around all the time. Mm-hmm. But whenever we do an event, so if we go to the Super Bowl, if sure. we go the, both times the parade in Kansas City, they send two or three security with us that are really there for like, I don't want to say crowd control, but it like, as you guys know, I am wildly popular. Like, I mean, just like the fifth beetle at this point. (laughs) I get it. And so, um, and so they are there to like, make sure we get, I thought I would have told you they were there just to make sure we can get from A to B and not have a problem. Sure. And they don't have weapons. Best I can tell. I didn't see any weapons. Okay. But evidently, what they're also there for is exactly what happened. Because I am telling you, from the moment he said, get down, to the moment we were back at our hotel, I felt as safe as someone can feel in that circumstance. Because these two guys, one was in the front, one was in the back. It was me, my wife, her sisters, Wilds Brew, and all the producers with us. And they kind of bottled us. And made a path, and so again, that's what I'm saying. I was well. Like I mean, different there, different than I, everybody else who just I, ran wildly. Correct. Right. Who that's didn't have point. anybody protecting them? I, 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 who didn't have anybody? That that's the why I'm kind of mentioning it was right. of, of everyone there. I I was in the single most advantageous position, and it was still horrifying. Right. So, like, imagine you're just there with your kid. And it's like, I guess we got to figure this out. I was just following a guy who had it figured out. And so, and, um, and, and it still was so, and then imagine you are just the actual kid. And that's what, and that's the anecdote I told on the show that was so scarring. And you have talked about this type of stuff a lot, Laszlo, which is once we got back to the hotel, we saw at the elevator, uh, an old, an older woman who had been at the parade and she hugged me and started crying and talk, you know, just kind of sharing her experience. And she said she was there with her kid, the kid's spouse and grandkid. And once it was clear, there was an active shooter. The 14 year old grandkid took the lead on what sure. to do because as the lady put it to us, she has, that girl had been trained for it. And I was like, well, I think, I, you know, I mean, I get it smart. That is the case. But the fact that the people who most clearly, like of everyone at that parade, the people most prepared were the cops, my, like the, the paid security and kids in school. Because it's yeah, like, yeah, training. trained for this. And right. that is a goddamn tragedy. It's horrifying. I've told the story before. There was, uh, you know, and I did listen to you today on the local guy, Pete Mundo. There's, you know, a lot to unwrap there. But, um, you know, I, I've told a story about how, you know, we got a, a letter home uh, from the school that my oldest son goes to. 
And it basically said, hey, there's been a threat of violence, gun violence. We have it under control, but if you want to keep your kids at home, you know, feel free to do it, right? So I asked him, yep. he's like, no, 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 everything's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, man, if at any point it feels weird in this school, just call me. Like, just call me. I'll leave from wherever. I'll come get you. And I tell my youngest one that, too. So he's there for like an hour, and he just calls me, and he goes, and now maybe he wants to get out of school. I'm not above that, uh, thinking that. But he's like, hey, it's weird, man. Like, there's teachers out in the hall. We're only allowed to go one minute to class and back. They have more officers than usual. You know, the principal. And I, he was like, I was like, dude, I just, who cares? I just, why are we, in my head, I'm like, why did we even send you in the first place? Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, this, this happens. And so I just went and got him, right? And so I get him, I get him in the car. Yep. At that point, I'm like, I'm going to pick up my little one, right? I'm going to pick him up. So I go and pick him up, and I get him out of class, and he comes out, and he says, hey, what's going on? I said, well, you know, your brother. And when I said your brother, he dropped his folder, like, he, almost to his knees. Oh. Because he thought his brother oh. was dead. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then I had to say, no, 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 I just picked him up early, so I figured I'd pick you guys up. Oh, okay. His first thought wasn't, I picked up your brother and everything's okay. He thought, I picked him up because his brother had gotten shot. That's the world we live in, man. That is where we live. Right? That's my kids. I would have never thought that. If my dad said, I picked up your sister, I wouldn't have thought. I would have thought, well, I don't know. Maybe we're in trouble. (laughs) I don't know, but I would have never thought she's dead. Well, when I heard there was a shooting at the parade, there's, there's a shooter the first thing that the, it said, and I, I hate almost to admit this, but what I, I look at Brogy, she looks at me, and we're like, oh, it, it happened. Right. Because it's obviously we've been thinking about it each time we've gone to one of these things. Right. We're thinking, is this going to happen? And then happening, oh, it happened. It's not like, wait, what happened? Right. Someone got, it's, oh, it happened. We've always said it's just a matter of time. Yep. So you know, right, and that's there. one of the things that that Pete Mundo guy was arguing with you, and, and there was a lot of obviously racist dog whistles. Yeah. To get yeah. you know right, yeah. like you're like okay, I what you're really saying is throw young black men in jail for a long time, uh, and if we did this, yeah, that was his right, then we wouldn't have mass shootings. And you're like, and he's like, it doesn't happen in Leewood. Well, first off, it did happen at the Jewish community center, and it wasn't that long ago. You just don't remember it because we're numb to it. Yeah. It doesn't stand and out. That he actually used yeah. Leewood, and I'm pretty goddamn sure that's in Leewood. So he used a place where somebody went and shot people more than one well, of course. at the Jewish Community Center, right? So it does happen there. And here's the other thing. You know what? Well, it didn't, ha- it didn't happen with young black men at a parade until it happened, Pete. Right. We can argue about it hasn't happened, but until it happened, and I'll tell you, it does happen, and it happens everywhere. And that's the problem. Well, and- what, what, what he's trying to do is distract, distract, distract from, which I hope you listen to, we put out the podcast with uh, Jason Kander, because I do yeah, believe that, yep. that the answer is in there. Uh, I do believe it, because we get so upset and so angry, but then we let these people like Pete Mundo distract us from what it really is. And what it is, is guns and money, man. It's guns and money, and the gun manufacturers and the government 
in this country is fine with having the blood of children on their hands. This is that is not hyperbolic. They, it is not. They are. They, I don't want to say they're fine with it, but they are willing to have it as long as it means the money keeps coming in. That's it. They're no different than the cigarette companies, and I'm a smoker. They are willing to kill people like me and market it to children and have them die early as long as the money comes in. It is the same like you tried to like you tried to explain to him, but he didn't want to go down there with you. It is the same with the opiate opioid crisis, right? Of course. It's the same. They are and willing to kill people as long as the money comes in. But what stops them? What it stops them ever is not public outcry. It's not people marching. It's not anything. It's court. So and, and we and we and I said it in that thing. It, Bernie Sanders to George W. Bush. They all voted for this thing. All of them, left and right, and they all should be held responsible. And like I, I will give, he seemed not as mad as me, Jason Kander. Like they didn't know what it was going to happen. So he's less mad at those people than I am. That's okay. We both have our different thoughts. But they didn't know what was going to happen. If they could go back and change it, he thinks that they would. Okay. We got to change it, man. Because the only way you got those drugs off the streets that were killing people was by that company getting sued. And the only way you're going to get guns off the streets is to take them to court and see their marketing campaign towards children. I want to see why you made a pink gun that fits in the hands of a child. I want to see why in all your gun magazines you have a mom and her daughter shooting rifles. I want to see all of the magazines and the ads that you put out about the government coming after you. And all these. I want to see your marketing plan. I want to see what you did for safety restrictions, what you knew that you had for smart guns, and you said, well, we could make everyone safe right now, but we don't want to invest the money to do it. I want to see all that in a fucking courtroom, and then I want you to have restrictions because you're the only goddamn business in the United States that the goddamn government has said you can't sue. We can sue toy companies. Somebody's like, well, you're going to sue a car company because the driver was drunk? You can. You literally can. And you... You can, so I don't and know. You, Maybe you lose in court, but let's fucking go. You don't have the right to go to court here. You say, I'm suing the gun manufacturers, and the answer is no. Not what for, not you're crazy, not uh, don't blame the guns, blame the people, not any of that. It's no. We don't care what your reason is. And that's the fucking problem. Sorry. Well, I, and, I'm and very sorry. No. No, no, the, no, that was, I mean, I... It, it's, I agree with all of that. I, I also would like to expand the, the, a point that I thought of when you said, when you told the story about your boys, which it's one of the, I, 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 I remember you talking about the time, that, that incident. I don't remember the end of the story, which right. maybe you told me or maybe I forgot, whatever. Um, but I, I, you know, it, it's, took me off guard, but it also reminded me of something that I hadn't shared on any of these things, but I'll share with you guys now that happened last night at dinner. 
and then I I want to I I just want to circle back to all of it, which is so last so I'm back in New York. My wife's still in Kansas City because uh, she's doing stuff with with family there, and I had to come back for the show yesterday. And Deanna, our youngest, obviously. You know, we told her, or I told her what had happened, and everyone was okay, and she was with my mom. And my mom didn't tell me this, that this had happened, but Deanna then told me, which is when I called them uh, that evening, uh, I had texted with them and whatever. I called them that evening. Danielle was napping, and I, and she was like, hey, can I talk to Mommy? And I'm like, no, mommy's asleep. And she's like, oh, just let me call, let me talk to her. And I was pacing outside of the hotel. I'm like, no, mommy's asleep. It's been a long day. She'll call you, you know, when she gets up, but you might be in bed. And Deanna was like, okay. And then whatever. So at dinner last night, my 10-year-old said to me, she was like, daddy, I, uh, I didn't want to, you know, I told Nana and I told her not to tell you, but I, you know, we're talking now. She was like, I was really upset that I couldn't talk to mommy because I thought maybe she had been shot and right. didn't want to tell me. Unbelievable. And I was like, oh, Jesus, man. And that's the world and they the live reason in. I, right. And that, and which is what, Laszlo, makes this commentary all the more galling. It's not a guns problem. It's a mental health problem, which, okay, maybe both, right? We can do two things at once. But if you are actually concerned about mental health, which I think a lot of these, these people are not because they won't fund exactly. any of it, whatever. But let's just pretend, let's pretend that this politician exists. The politician that is the ultimate 2 a rifles in the hands of anyone who wants it, and wants a very stable safety net for social services. I've never met that politician. Let's pretend they exist. Does that person not recognize, you know, what is contributing to the youth mental health crisis that these mm -hmm. kids go to school worried they're going to get shot. Right. That, that none of us as adults, none of us, I shouldn't say none. The vast majority of us, if we at our workplace, it was considered so dangerous that two or three times a year we had to stop work because it's like, all right, guys, now's the time we practice the, the mass shooting drill. We would right. say, I'm fucking leaving. I'm <laughs> right. changing workplaces. Right. I am working from home, go to hell, not doing it. Right. It, it, the, I, the, it, when, when I used to work in the building you guys worked in, it was considered, you know, dangerous enough that you had to be buzzed in but safe enough that the person you saw when you got buzzed in was an older woman named Pat. The idea we right. didn't have right. we didn't have multiple security guards walking around with guns on their hips because it's like, well, you know, it's just a matter of time. And if there were, I'd be like, you know, probably want to find somewhere else to work. Instead, our kids got no choice. No choice. We just send it, send them there, and we're like, hey. We'll do our best. Right. And it's pathetic. 
It, it is. is a pathetic way to live. And I've talked to, you know, uh, it's a, it's sad, but it's a little bit more lighthearted. When Chacho was like in the third grade, and I've told this story, I'm like, so you guys do these, you know, active shooter drills. He's like, yeah, I got a great hiding spot. You got to, you know, go left, and then you can go up in this, there's like a little tunnel, and I can hide up there in the top, and you can barely see me, and I can hide. And, right, I feel horrible but he's excited about it. he's like i just gotta beat tim to that hill because he wants to go there too Jesus. and if i don't beat him i'm in trouble and i'm jesus. like there's something like jesus man like that's the world while it's lighthearted, and he's like i just gotta beat tim to the hiding spot because tim wants to get there too that you're like you that's, trying to that's laugh about thing. it because it's so uncomfortable that you have right. to sometimes just laugh at how insane like, this, this entire is what are we doing this entire His, he's three is. years old he's talking about how he's got to trip timmy right to jump over him to right. get to the hiding right. spot before the madman with the gun comes and kills them all yeah that's literally what he's saying thank god right. i'm faster he, than him he doesn't, he doesn't realize it but he is doing the the game theory on childhood squid games yes He's like, all right, only what, like, if only one can make it, how can it be me? Exactly. And he's like, in that version, he's young enough to where it probably isn't scarring. Right. But the problem is, if he remembers that the way you do, right, that's scarring as soon as he gets old enough to realize what it meant. Right. Like, holy shit. Right. What was I doing? I was trying to get my buddy Tim flipped. <laughs> right. Like, the, it's, uh, I know you're not supposed to laugh, but you laugh at the absurdity of it, what, what we're talking about. And I will say, I go back and back again, because, Nick, they're, they're going to do this. So the NRA, when I talk about them, the NRA is nothing but a shield. So when we don't know who makes the guns, right? If I asked you who makes guns, you'd be like, Smith & Wesson, right? Uh, anything I've seen, Clint Eastwood... Right, have yeah. Glock, like Heckler, Kirk, <laughs> right. German stuff. Right, there'd be some like, I, but you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Why don't you know? Because the NRA is the one. They come out as a shield. So when the, some of this happens, the NRA starts slipping out messages. They'll send out anything they want. It could be ridiculous. It could be. I'm telling you, I said it right after I started hearing it, and Pete Mundo started talking to you about it. It, you know, as soon as it happened. I promise you the NRA was sending out little memos, you know, little feelers. Uh, it, as soon as they found out that these these kids, they might be uh, black youth. As soon as that happened, the, 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 the tone from everybody was uh, mandatory minimums, throw them all in jail. That's the problem. The problem is... Uh, you know, they're criminals. Like I, like that Pete Mundo guy was like, you know, you got to get them before they, turn, <laughs> before they turn criminals. Like, wait, you're saying so when they're doing something, a misdemeanor, we have to throw them in prison. He wants to minority <laughs> right, report like, them. Like, so because we know what they're going to do. Are you crazy? Have you lost but, your mind? But, but what they want us to do, Nick, is when they say that, they want us to, like, it's so ludicrous that they want us to get into that argument. Every time they bring Correct. something else up, so they'll bring up, oh, look, it's a mental health issue, not a guns issue. Then we start arguing mental health issues. Now we're arguing mandatory minimums. Hell, when they assassinated preschoolers, they said, more guns. 
is the answer. Now, we all knew that was ludicrous. We didn't think preschool teachers should be carrying guns. It was the dumbest thing we've ever heard. But they made us argue it. Why do they make us argue it? Because if because they can... The, because the, the, if I may, right. because what they don't... What they don't want to confront is this. Now, we don't know the identities of these juveniles. Right. But I personally... And would bet an immense amount of money that what we're not going to find out is that these two kids, incredibly wealthy, had a ton of money. Sure. Let's assume these kids don't. And yet, despite that, so, and, and what and what Pete was explaining is, and these kids, you know, were already, you know, criminals. Got it. No problem. So these two low-level juvenile criminals still had the resources of course. for multiple of them to acquire an AR. That's right. the problem. And maybe it's a little too easy to get. Right. Exactly. And if we go back real quick maybe. to the Oxycontin thing, you know what exactly. you don't find on the street anymore is Oxycontin. No one's offering me Oxycontin right. in the bathroom at a bar anymore because it got sued into oblivion. <laughs> right. Once you get sued, yes. I, when we talked to Jason Cantor, and, and he went even further than I did, but my first thought was if you sue them, the first thing they're going to do, Nick, if they lose whatever gun companies those are, when they lose lose a court case, the first thing they're going to do, I'm telling you right now, is a national registry. And they're going to say, we don't have the resources to do it, so we want the government to do it. They are going to, I promise you, as soon as they lose $500 million, a billion dollars, whatever, uh, whatever, what's that, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Ferris Bueller in the movie. Oh, uh... Oh God, I can't think right, of his whatever. name. Right, whatever. Huh? Matthew, Matthew, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Whatever Matthew Broderick lost. When somebody loses as much as Matthew Broderick lost in that movie, then that's when change will come. They will make a registry. You know what they're going to do? They're going to say, "Hey, yo, we got to quit getting sued. When you buy a gun, you're going to need to insure that motherfucker." That's on you. You're going to have to have gun insurance. They are going to do that all by themselves. Why? Why would they do that? Because they don't want to lose more money. Money. It's money, man. It's not mental health. It's not. If you want to go into the health, that's fine. But why is the person with mental health struggles easily able to get a gun? Exactly. And they can't afford much else. It's like you're saying, like, hey, and, uh, you know, when when, when these mass shootings weren't every fucking day in 2001 or or 1984 or whatever, uh, we didn't have people with mental health problems. Right. It's ridiculous. We didn't have young black men who were angry. Right. The whole, like, fuck off. Like, like, of course we did. The problem is the goddamn money. So here's so here is the I think most uh, pessimistic or the concerning part of it is Laszlo. I'm almost forty, and I think I am that Slim and I, because we're a little younger than you, are the youngest people that vividly remember school pre Columbine. Yeah. And we are, and right because you and I. It happened when I was. It happened when I was a senior, I think. Actually, I think that's about right. Yeah, right. And so that's my point. Like I don't know if you were quite a senior, but you. I don't know. Yeah, might have been a junior, junior high school, something like that. 
Well, regardless, point is this. There, there, I was, when I was talking with Carrington, who's about 10 years younger than me today, he, he seems pretty defeated. And one of the reasons... Hey, real I quick, I just because, because Twitch is going crazy. And they're asking what Ferris yeah. Bueller did and what uh-huh. trouble he got in. It wasn't Ferris Bueller. It, Ferris Bueller did uh, help his friend wreck his dad's car. Before, and, but yeah. he didn't get yeah. seem to get in yeah. a lot of trouble. Uh, Matthew Broderick yeah. was uh, Richard Sackler. Richard Sackler is the guy in the, in, in the movie Painkiller about the yeah. opioids. Richard Sackler yeah. is the guy. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I right. Think. If you want to see what happens when a company in a business gets sued, you can watch it happen and what happened and be in documentaries or painkillers. But no, Matthew Correct. Broderick did not do anything with a gun <laughs> that I know of. And I want to make sure. I know Good no one point. listens to this podcast but someone would at Matthew Broderick and be, why are you responsible for the shootings? You're not. Matthew Broderick was just a name that I brought up. I no. apologize. All right, go on. So so Carrington's no, 10 years younger no, than you, no. and he feels defeated. No, I was saying Carrington doesn't remember before these types of shootings were commonplace. Yeah. And if we have a generation, it's like, it, it, it's, it's in a weird way, like when you talk, Laszlo, you talk about, and I'm trying to make you an old man, but you, you just, just old enough more than me to remember, like you talk about people smoking on airplanes. Of course. And we're like, huh? Yeah. Really? And you remember it, so it's kind of something I think you long for. Like, God damn it, why can't we still do that? <laughs> right, yeah. I, as soon as we age out of people, who this hasn't become normal, no one will think it's abnormal. I know that sounds odd. No, obvious, you're right, you're right. But the point I'm making is, like, it was Columbine was so earth-shattering because we'd never seen something like it. And it was, and it was it, pre-Columbine, it was like, well, there was that, you know, a clock tower shooting in Texas that was a big deal. There was like a Luby's cafeteria shooting. Yeah, yeah. You knew them. You vividly remembered yeah. like mm-hmm. these not these incidents. And then we have just been speed running it to where you, as you mentioned, I was in a heated argument with someone who I was literally my goal of the argument was to you know convince them hearts and minds, but also to embarrass this clown. That's what I wanted to do. And he gave me a layup by mentioning it's not happening in Leewood. I used to live in Kansas City when it happened, and I had forgotten it had happened because there have been so many. Right. We like there have been, and and so you get the the you know I think the quote is I guess the banality of evil like the it it if it, it just becomes rote and not surprising. And then it allows people in this instance to draw. They, they People think they are making a great point when they're like, well, but this wasn't, you know, the typical mass shooter where it's just one, you know, guy right, right. indiscriminately it's firing. Huge debate all it night. was alleged gang members. Yeah. But right. But the common thread is like, People involved in criminal activity have been shooting at each other for as long as guns have existed. Back to the Wild West, 
It's always happened. All of it. Al Capone, all of it. You know when it's been a problem? A hundred years ago when Tommy guns were involved and now when everyone can get an AR. Right. right. I, like, I'm not saying it's not a problem otherwise, but the damage is mitigated to right. a degree. Yep. And yep. Laszlo and I are extreme enough to where we want to actually talk about your handguns too. Right. We don't even have to get there right now. No. We can just talk about these semi-automatic rifles that evidently anyone can get and nobody seems to have a problem with it. Right. And I go back to, and I just want to make sure if people, if anybody listens to this, I just want to go back to what Nick said. Yes, all those things are true and, and uh, everything with gun control, there's things, but just take it back to this basic argument of I do not want to add more laws. I want to take one away. I want to take away the blanket immunity for gun manufacturers. I just want to take that law away. Now, so for you years... Think that should be where all the effort is, fo is focused? Yes, I'm I think not, it should be singular. Because you can make the argument and you can continue to hit the point. Because they, what they want us to do, Nick, is to say he's coming for your guns. He, you know, they want this. They want that. It's a mental health issue. They don't do this. Guns only, If we outlaw guns, then uh, only outlaws. It's all bumper sticker arguments. And I've done it for so long that I'm like, if you just take away this law and let it play out. You want less laws. You have told me for years on the right about the Patriot Act and millions of other things. If I don't have anything to hide, then why am I worried about it? Well, why isn't that the same for the gun manufacturers? Why can't we sue them? If they don't have anything to hide, why is there blanket immunity? That seems odd. So I'm not saying, and, and by the way, I don't even say they have anything to hide. What I am saying is, let them have their day in court. We don't have did that Kander ability. Talk about, did, did, did Kander talk about the genesis and impetus of that law? It, and about, because I, I don't remember the debate about it. I don't remember. No. I know that it's the what, PLCAA or Plaka, something? yeah. PCLAA. Yeah. yeah, um, but I don't, I don't remember. Now he, know, he the, basically the, said that at the time that it was signed, people like Bernie Sanders probably didn't realize we were going to be living in a future like this, and so you know didn't want to come off as anti-gun if you live in you know if you represent a rural state, which because of the way the you know maps are gerrymandered, most representatives are representing a rural area, so they went ahead and signed it. But that's about as far into it as he got, unless I'm forgetting something. I think that's about all the detail we got. And so, listen, I think that is a... Well, so, it, it, apparently, it, and he had mentioned real quick, and I'm looking it up just real quick, but he had mentioned, because I didn't remember off the top of my head, that years before, uh, victims of firearm violence had successively sued manufacturers and, and yeah. dealers for negligence on the ground that they should have foreseen that their products would be used for criminal use. So they were, they were starting to win cases. Yeah, I know about that. And then that's when 
uh, it happened. And actually, everybody says, what about Chicago? Uh, Richard Daly, the mayor of Chicago, uh, in the 90s sometimes, he sued the gun makers. And so that's when all this started happening. And then they right. said, hey, we, you know what? We, we're getting sued from all these people. We need a law that says they just can't sue us. Because what is like, happening are you cra- is, like, are you crazy? The representatives were trying to get laws passed, certain gun control, as I, if I recall correctly, certain gun laws in place, and of course they were being shot down by higher courts or whatever was happening. So they said, all right, if we can't create our own rules and restrictions, then we'll start suing the manufacturers, and that's at when they started to do that. Right. So here you go. In 1998, Chicago Mayor Robert Richard M. Daley sued gun makers and dealers saying you can't expect the status quo on business which make money and then have no responsibility to us as citizens. The city of Bridgeport, Connecticut also sued several gun companies. Mayor Joseph Graham said that the city's actions aimed at creating law with litigation. That's the route that we're going because the gun industry always very effectively with big money lobbied the legislator and kept laws from being passed. So these two governors and mayors knew we're not going to be able to get them to do anything because they have money. The only way we can get any sort of accountability from these people is to sue them in court. And so they realized it. Holy shit. We, nobody's going to pass laws against us. We've got enough money to make sure that doesn't happen. We've got a propaganda machine to make sure that doesn't happen. But 12 jurors in a courtroom, if they start hearing what we do, we could, we could be fucked. So what do they do? Can you imagine? They did what? Can you just put it in sports terms because that guy wanted to do that to you. That'd be like, hey, this team's really fucking good. Let's make a rule that they can't score. Right. right, That's what you did. They literally can't score. You're allowed to get to the one-yard line. That's it. Kansas City is now exempt from the playoffs, no matter how good they are. That's what they did. They just said, fuck it. You cannot do anything. They they just took their ball home. And our government said, yeah, that's cool. So I, so I, you know, my reflexive, you know, response to having, you know, the focus of the efforts be on repealing that law is that it feels a little, uh, to mix metaphors, like getting Capone on tax evasion. Like, ah, damn it, man, they deserve worse. But I think it's kind of brilliant. You know, does that make sense? I I wish, I, I, I wish we could just be and. The other thing I am about or interested in. Are, are you there? Yeah, yeah you here. cut out for half a second. Are you guys with me? Yep. yep. Sorry, yep. my bad. My, my apologies. No, the thing that I am curious about and just don't know about, maybe I should, is the where, what do, what do the people who have studied this, and maybe you guys don't know, I apologize if I'm putting you on the spot, uh, who have studied this history say about the fact that there used to be a bipartisan consensus on the most extremes of this. 
Right. Well, there that used to there be used restrictions to be, on guns. There used to be laws about guns, about not carrying them over state line. It's not your trunk, not having it loaded, having it in a locked case. I mean, that was in my lifetime. I remember mm-hmm. these these things, and it was not something that people seemed to be furious about. As I recall, my brother's always been a gun owner, really into gun, got guns, got the gun magazines sent to the house. And I don't remember him complaining about the rules. I remember him telling me, like, Reed, you can't do this. You got to make sure this is locked up. You can't have this loaded. It was, you know, that was the talk, as I recall. Right. It was a completely so different is, world. So so that is what I am, and I could, I should just do the research, I guess. I'm curious because there's a lot in our life that uh, folks, you know, on my side of the aisle politically uh, just put at Trump's feet, right? And a lot of it, I'm like, yo, man, that's letting a lot of people off the hook. A lot of this happening way pre-Trump. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people put a lot of the animated kind of racial commentary going on right now at Trump's feet. I was around when Slim, sorry, my phone in. Are you guys with me again? Yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah. that. I was like, I was like, I was around, you know, for the Tea Party and the birthers and all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Like, I, I, I think this was simmering well before Trump. He might have just lit it. Obviously, the gun stuff. Like the extremist gun stuff happened well before Trump. And I just don't know what the change was where where it was like, okay, there are some folks who, you know, maybe share me and Laszlo's opinion on it that, hey, you are just misreading the text of the Second Amendment. You don't actually have these rights at all. And other people who are like, no, actually, we definitely do and, you know, go to hell. But nobody except for lunatic like the um, Ruby Ridge folks that were like, and we should have full-blown arsenals. I don't even know if they had machine guns. I don't remember. But, yeah, I mean, it was was just a totally different time. You know what I mean? Like, that has been a very quick shift. Like, can you imagine, and again, sorry if this is not the topic, but I just, I'm kind of, you know, just stream of consciousness. I can't imagine when, you know, in the 90s, a mainstream politician having their, you know, holiday Christmas card be them and their kids with massive weapons. Yeah. No. That would seem like a guaranteed way not to be elected by any party. Right. That right. would yeah, that would be like maybe maybe like whatever party David Duke was trying to represent, which I guess might actually in the Republicans in Louisiana, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um like and then it just became mainstream. And I don't know what changed. I don't marketing. know. Marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. I think it's all marketing, and I think that along the way, yes. anytime there was an incident, the NRA and other organizations, but mainly the NRA, use that as a tactic to raise money. Look at this. Because this happened, now the Democrats are going to come for your guns. Right. Which at the time, if you go back and look at each one of those incidents, most of the Democrats that are saying something aren't saying, we want to come take your guns. But didn't matter. The straw man argument on the other side was, they're going to come take your guns. Every time a Democrat got elected, they made sure to scare the hell out of you that Obama was going to take all your guns away. He was going to ban handguns. So everyone went ran out <laughs> exactly. and bought guns. Every time a Democrat gets elected, there's a run on guns, and the gun shops are empty for a while, especially with Obama because of race, obviously. They played did a part in it. an incredible job of marketing. You're absolutely right. It's all marketing. When I ask you, let me ask you this. Think about back to... The Wonder Years, all right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's watched that show. 
Think about what it meant and what you thought was going on inside that house if it had an American flag hanging outside on a pole. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got an idea yeah. of what that family is. Now what is that family with an American flag? When you see an American flag now, what do you think if it's on somebody's house? Right. They turned guns into patriotism. Mm-hmm. And they did an unbelievable job to do it. Look how many of them got tattoos on their arm of (laughs) the Constitution. It's amazing. If I see a bunch of American, if I see American flag, I'm being honest. This is a guy who served in the military. My dad served in the military. My grandpa served in my uncle. Uh, Every one of us served in the military. When I see an American flag, I think, that guy's a Trumper. And he's real big into 2A shit, right? Like, that's what the flag stands for now, and they did an amazing job. You're not allowed to say that. You're allowed to think it, but you're not allowed to say it. But I guarantee you that Christmas card with the kids and their pink guns also comes with an American flag on it. Oh, yeah. Because the guns are patriotic. It is not patriotic to try to figure out how to stop Children from getting yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. That is not. That is not. That is socialism. That is that is it's communism. That is, it is anti-America. We'll call it whatever we want. What that is anti-America. What is America is that my girl has a pink gun. And she knows how to use it. It's pussy liberal shit. Right. You're a pussy liberal. And we're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. That's what the flag represents now. But that's what the, I'm not. I'm not fucking wrong. Well, I certainly agree with the, the you, you don't see the gun. You're not going to see an advertisement for a gun without the American of flag. Of course. And they've certainly managed to put those two things together and associate gun ownership with true patriotism. And sure. if you question anything about guns or you're not fully in on making sure there's no then you're restrictions not a on guns, then you're not actually. I own guns, but my other friends who own guns who are full on 2 ayers who want no restrictions, think it's not the gun's problem, it's the mental health or whatever it is. They don't see me as a gun owner. I'm right. not a true gun owner, right? Because I don't own an AR. Because right. I do think that there should be restrictions. They, they've they managed to break us apart, you know, put us of in these course. two different groups, and say, you guys are the pussy liberal camp, right. and we're the true patriots over here. Right. And that's and happened throughout history in other countries, and it usually doesn't lead good. to a good place. That's where yeah. I was headed, because yeah. that's what they've done with the flag. Mm-hmm. And now it's just the... But when I say that... When I said, what did the flag represent in the, in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, and what does it represent in 2020, if you don't think that there's been a sea change as to what that flag represented outside somebody's house, then I think we're living in different worlds. And you see it, you kind of know what... Can it, I, hold on, can I jump in real quick? Sure. Real quick. Real, what, do you, what, do you, the, what do you think it represented Wonder Years time? Like, what do you think it used to represent? I think I think it represented. I think when we think of the Wonder Years, that it represented a hardworking guy who it was pride in his country, and he went to work every day. And I was like, "That's a guy who works on the line somewhere." Believe in the American dream. That's a, I am working for the American dream, and I believe in it. And we're gonna have a block party and fireworks at the end of the night uh, on the Fourth of July, and I, it mixes the Sandlot with. Uh, you know, wonder right. years, right? I got kids. And I'm, I'm yeah, raising them as hard as I can. I add, and yeah. sometimes I raise my voice and spank them and fuck you, right? Like there was America right. and, and I- I'm a good dad and I'm here every day and yeah. I'm kind of grumpy yeah. and I bust my ass. I don't think it represents that anymore. I'm gonna, Well, I'm going to add one other piece to it. I also think because of exactly what you're saying, 
about almost the marketing takeover. I also think in that era, especially right post uh, or during, but certainly right post civil rights era, you had a lot of black families fly up. Right. Yeah. God damn it. We we built this country. We are proud of this country. You know what I mean? There was a real, and now I think that, I think the best, I think the best way to prove what you just said, which feels impossible to prove, is if we could somehow get the data on, over the last 20 years, the drop in black families who openly fly the American flag. Sure. You know what I mean? And why? Uh, Because I don't think it's because all of a sudden black people in the era when we elected a black president, all of a sudden was like, you know what? used to love the country, don't anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what it is. No. I think it is what you are saying, which is for a lot of people, that is a it, that is signaling something that people are like, man, it's supposed to signal I am proud to be an American, you know, for whatever that means. Now it signals something very different. Yes. And I don't want to send like, the wrong yeah, message. I don't want to send the wrong message. And the thing I'd like to see the data on is if you are allowed to sue the gun companies and you can follow the money. And I mean, think about with the cigarette companies, which you keep talking about, and you go back and they say, hey, what about Joe Camel? Oh, Joe Camel wasn't targeting kids. You know, he was for adults. Okay, bullshit. Here's the data. We can prove it. They did that with the cigarette companies. If you did that with the gun manufacturers and you went back and followed the money, the fact that they, you know, the cigarette companies got in trouble because they were paying studios to make sure that actors smoked, right? That was a big scandal. But with guns, it seems that they've made the people uh, the people that they've paid to promote their product are politicians. Like right. you said, Nick, they're sending exactly. out fucking Christmas cards holding ARs. So forget about Sylvester Stallone promoting guns and movies. He's doing that just fine. Now we're going to get Republicans as the entire party to help market our products. Right. They're going to get on, on stages in front Whoa. of rallies and market our products for us. It's insane. And Donald Trump will say, I'm the only, he'll get on stage and say, I'm the only one up here carrying heat. Yeah. And people applaud him. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. If I, I don't know what my dad would have thought. I wish he was around to ask him. But when he was watching Nixon debate Kennedy, if Nixon would have been like, I'm fucking packing heat, bitch. Right. But I'd be like, what? Right. You have a gun up there? It's ridiculous. And my dad was concerned, like that, right? Like, but now we watch debates and Trump's like, yeah, I'm the only one up here packing. And people are like, yeah. A president packs heat for no fucking reason. Also, cigarette companies have been sued. They're allowed to be sued, and cigarettes are still on the market. That's something we talked about with Candy yesterday. You can still buy cigarettes. You know, this is not what we're saying. Is right? So people say, "Oh, you want to take all our guns?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no." I. I I went. I stopped on the store. You just think that they would? I stopped at the store on the way. Right. Of course. They would self-regulate better. Of course. Yeah, make them a prescription the instead of over the counter. You know <laughs> they what would I mean? Know. They would know who bought them. They would know who has them. They have the ability for smart guns where if you pick it up, it automatically recognizes that it's you. They would do, they would do even, all of those things because when people got shot, they would get fucking sued. And they would be like, fuck, we need to make it safer because we can't afford to keep getting sued. Here's the other thing, Nick, which is fucking insane. I think, and Candor thinks too, that then they would make their own insurance companies and make billions off oh. of it. Because they would say, well, here's an insurance company. You have to buy insurance through us. And then the insurance, if anything happens with your gun or any, you know, something happens, right, uh, you know, we'll cover it. They would make their own yeah. insurance companies. 
Well, there's it, it, what they would. Here's the thing. I'm going to use a movie analogy that's going to sound odd, but it'll make sense. You, everyone remembers Fight Club. Right. Uh, this wasn't really the theme of the movie, but Ed Norton's job, if you remember, he worked for some car company, was if the car had an issue, his job was to do the data on will it cost us more to recall or will we lose more money in lawsuits? Right, mm-hmm. right. which is a real don't thing. Recall. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's a real thing. And, it, and, and the reason I'm bringing it up is it, what Lanslow, what you're describing is it, it does not take the gun companies all of a sudden growing a conscience. It just becomes an accounting issue. Yep. Okay. Right. How much would smart guns cost? Us? That's how it. How much will we lose in court? That's it. How much would? How many people will refuse to buy guns without if they have to register? Versus how much will we lose in court? But because, and I, this is obviously not my idea, it's you and Ganders, but I'm just trying to expand on it in real time. But because the right now the answer to how much will we lose in court is guaranteed zero at all times. Exactly. They don't have to do any of that math. No, none. There's so none like somebody comes up to him and says, that, let's just say me and you are executives of some giant gun company, right? Fucking making a shit ton of money. And we got this guy who's working for us. He's like, hey, boss, I came up with this thing. It's a smart gun, right? All we got to do is we put this on the guns, and then uh, when you pick it up, it's like your phone. It automatically recognizes that it's you. It's less than a nanosecond. Boom. It knows it's you. And they're like, how much does it cost to put it on? Uh, uh, $3,000 a gun. Well, fuck you. you. Get the fuck out of here. Then you had to be $3,000. It could be $3. Right. Because $3. that's what it, I mean, we're, our cell phones have right. this technology. We're so going to put this fucking, we're going to put it on these fucking guns. It. And wait, so we sold how many guns yesterday? And you're telling me I got to remake them all. I'm gonna add and then I got, I'm gonna to add five, ten, twenty bucks to this fucking gun. The the math is done there, Nick. Does that make sense? You're saying there's no math yeah. to be done. The math is done. They already did it, and it's worth what happened at that parade to them to not fix it. That didn't because cost they anything. did the math. They did the math. Yeah. The math to fix it would be millions. Well, fuck them. That literally is like you said, the math. They did the math. It, it fuck and, and the math right. was this plus this equals fuck them. It's cheaper is, for us we, to right. lobby politicians and get them to say no restrictions than it is to actually fix these fucking guns and get you know a, 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 a registry of who has them and put in laws. Fuck all that. It's going to cost too much money. That's why they were like, all we got to do is get these motherfuckers to say that people cannot sue us. If we can do that, and there's only been two other times that it's ever happened, Uh, uh, the vaccine companies, when they came out of vaccine with COVID, it happened then, and then they gave the airlines, uh, uh, I don't know what they called it, but they used the same law, but it was blanket immunity, the airlines for the planes that flew into the Twin Towers. You weren't allowed to sue Delta or American Airlines or whatever flew into the Twin Towers. That not their fault. So the vaccines but that one So the vaccines they said, hey, we need to get this out to everybody. It's gonna save lives. If it does hurt someone, you can't sue them. All right. Well, you know what? There's a lot of argument to be had there one way or the other. Fuck them. 
The other one was there was three planes. These motherfuckers uh, took box cutters, captured it, and threw it in the buildings. You know what? Not American Airlines' fault. You can't sue them. The other one is blanket guns from here on out. Can't sue them. That's insanity. They didn't say you just can't sue one of the three companies that made vaccines forever. They didn't say that. They did with guns. No. It's insane. Well, and, and it's right. You're... The, the, the key piece of it is the other things had to do with a singular specific exactly. incident. Right. right, it's an incident. And if it was, it's if there was, I, I can't think of the circumstances in which it would exist. But if there was, like, one, you know. Oh, Nick, oh. you there? Nick? Oh, we're starting to lose oh, you. We're starting to lose you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was walking right, around. There we what go. I was we're saying good. is, if, if they had, if, if there was, if post Vegas shooting, which is, I still think, the biggest in U.S. history. If they, for reasons that I couldn't possibly imagine, said, you know what, we're going to deal with this, you know, differently, whatever. You can't sue this manufacturer for this singular shooting. Then at least it would be like an apples to apples thing, even if it wouldn't really make sense. That wasn't the best example. But to your point, they people can still, people are suing Boeing right now. I think because that door flew off. Right. They're like, screw you, Boeing. You should. Well, now let me just say, let me say, um, you are allowed to sue. I want to make sure that we get this right because you know, if people listen to this, you are allowed to sue if someone gets hurt because the gun's defective. Right. Of course. You can't use it. You can't sue if someone uses it in a criminal. Right. But you can't use it if someone shoots someone. So if you, if you're like, hey, I was uh, at home, I bought this gun, and it exploded and shot my head off for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, all right, well, fuck that. You may, so you can sue for a defective, but what you can't sue is for using a gun in some sort of criminal way and the gun makers helping that, helping uh, get those guns in people's hands. You can't sue for that. That's, that's a no no. And that's insane. Right. No, it doesn't you, make any yeah. sense. You can, you can, you, you can sue gun makers the same way you can sue the jack-in-the-box makers if the thing pops out and hits you in the eye right. when it wasn't supposed to. You can't sue them uh, if someone, while theoretically you could, you might lose, you could sue the jack-in-the-box maker if you felt they were marketing and trying to entice people to take jack-in-the-boxes and then hit you in the head repeatedly with right. it and kill you. Of course. You could sue them. <laughs> right, yeah, yes, You wouldn't of win, but right. you could theoretically. And that's what everybody says. Well, can you, and again, we go back to this, but people say, can you sue, if someone gets drunk and drives a car into a crowd of people, can you sue Pontiac? Yes. You can. You can sue yes, Lincoln. You might not win. You, can sue you, him. you might not win, but you can sue them. But the gun manufacturers, can you sue them? No. Someone gets drunk and, and shoots a gun, way. you can't sue them. And so if they don't have anything to hide, then why do we have this? Now, the other thing is people are so big on the Second Amendment, but at the same time, there's only we only care about amendments that people tell us to care about. Right, like that's the oh, yeah. old, like they don't like we're like I don't. What's the fucking Fifth Amendment? <laughs> uh, what is that where I don't have to say shit if I don't want to? Like we don't know it, right? But the Seventh Amendment says that uh, we are allowed to the right of a jury trial in civil cases, and inhibits the courts from overturning turning a jury's finding of fact. That's the Seventh Amendment. Well, the Seventh Amendment. Well, 
is saying you could sue a fucking gun company and they gotta fucking show you the facts. So they already like you're like you can't take my I love the Constitution. I'm a constitutionalist. You can't take my Second Amendment away right away. So they already took away your seventh, motherfucker. You don't care about that at all. Right. No, and by the way, I'm pretty sure uh, my buddy Pete Mundo this morning basically wanted the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth all wiped away <laughs> right. from anyone they consider any type of threat exactly. in order to not criticize the second. Yeah. I don't think he wanted a jury of their peers. I don't think he wanted not no. to have to incriminate. I don't think he wanted any of that. Or maybe maybe it's uh, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. I might have it, you know. I might have them a little wrong. I do know that people are big on, you know, we ordered the amendments in order of importance, which is why it's speech and then guns. But I'm also pretty sure the third one is about quartering troops in somebody's house. Right. And I don't think that's the one we are still tied to, but whatever. We're now in circles. Uh, right. I, right. Hey, I Nick, I thought you were great on Sorry. TV. Yeah. I appreciate you talking to us. I appreciate you. Hey, you know what, man? Uh, I, and uh, Bill Maher says this, so I, you know I think uh, sometimes you would admit maybe I'm being a little bit egotistical, but Bill Maher steals from me. You guys seem Bill to have Maher a lot of steals similar from opinions me. at Bill, times, I, and I know Bill Maher has listened to the show, positive of it. And there are times where I will say that it doesn't happen all the time, but would you at least agree? There's times I would say something on a Thursday, and he says you it on guys Saturday. Seem to be on the same wavelength, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Doesn't matter. And actually, it's not stealing. You listen to it, it's a thought, you make it your own. I don't think it's stealing. It's like, hey, that's a good thought. I'm going to talk about that, expand on it, expound on it, and there you go. No thought was ever original, right? I don't. Right. Whatever my take sure. was, I found it from somewhere, whatever. I read something that made me think about it. Same thing. Uh, but, you know, I want to commend you for saying on X, uh, hey, Whoever's got a producer in a radio show or a podcast or whatever, I'll come. Because Bill Marsh said, why are all the left-wing politicians only going on MSNBC and all the right-wing politicians always going on Fox News? Go win a fucking road game. Go win a away yeah. team. Go to that guy's station and be like, you're fucking full of shit. I know you're full of shit, and I'm going to beat you in your own fucking home state in front of your own fucking home fans, and uh, you did that today, so I'm proud of you. Well, I appreciate that, and we'll leave it on this. While Bill Maher never credits you when he steals from you on his show, I'm sure when he's on other people's lowly rated shows, he gives you all the credit in the world, which is what I do for you. When I'm on other shows with a far smaller audience than my own, I'm giving credit out like it's free cookies on Easter. But that's it. I love you guys. I love you, Nick. I mean, Take Nick. care. And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Toxic and Problematic is brought to you by Mitra 9, Kratom, and Kava. Visit mitra-9.com and use promo code PROBLEMATIC for 25% off your order. Thank you to Direct Computer Outlet in Mission, Kansas for making our Twitch stream possible. Music graciously provided by Kid Computer. Thanks. Talk to you soon. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.